It was almost like the perfect Christmas movie plot. Welcome back to Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah and I'll be joined by my sister Rachel. In today's episode, we take a little pause from the season two travel around Europe content and we just wanted to do like a holiday slash New Year's debrief type episode. So in this episode, we're recapping our holidays back in Virginia with our family and we're reflecting on 2023 and talking about 2024, you know, goals, predictions, etc. So hope you all enjoy this. There are some fun like reflection questions we do in in the middle and we'd love to hear from you all if any of these resonate with you and if you want to share any of your favorite moments from 2023. As always, thanks for listening. We will be back next week with more European travels from the fall, but hope you all enjoy this little break. Check us out on Instagram for some photos to accompany your listening and enjoy the episode. Hello. Hi, how's it going? Good. It's like our first phone call <laughs> recording yeah, in a while. It feels call. weird. Yeah. yeah. I am not in Denver though, so it definitely feels weird. It's been a really long time since we've recorded on the phone when I'm not in Denver, I think. Yeah. We are at December 28th right now. <laughs> Rachel's back in Italy and I'm still in Virginia for the holidays. So we're kind of going to release this episode as sort of an interruption. We're pausing the, we'll get back to all the um, season two travels content, but we did want to do like a holiday episode. <laughs> so that's this. Yeah, our holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> um, So we are kind of looking at this as like a New Year's. I think we have kind of a lot to cover in this episode, but we talked about doing it as sort of like a New Year's and like a reflection on the year thing. Um, And particularly, I think what we want to start with is following up on Rachel's original goals, because we haven't really done a check-in since Rachel first got out to Italy, and now she's been there for well over a year. But this was her first, 2023 is her first full year out in Italy, so does that sound good, Rach? Do you want to just kind of start with checking back in on all the stuff we talked about and like, you know, how your year plus in Italy has been going? Yeah. So two goals that we kind of set out in my very first episode. On one hand, I wanted to kind of like get into language a bit and explore like new opportunities, maybe in education or just skills, I guess. I don't I don't remember exactly how I phrased it, but like, yeah, kind of looking into like a learning new things, broadly speaking. And then the the personal goals were to like stay connected with family. So I think we've touched decently on the the language and learning, right? Like I took the like first module basically of Italian lessons almost a year ago now. Um, so I had like some very basic like counting and a little bit of grammar kind of kind of situation. But I'm but I didn't really continue with my studies after the spring and certainly not fluent in Italian. So um, I think I've amended, you know, my expectations for language. Like I don't expect to leave here fluent in Italian by any means, but I'll give myself like, I think I'm, I've picked up more Italian. I can get by, you know, understanding things a little bit more um, or maybe a lot more than I ever did with, with Japanese, which makes sense, right? Like I think we're a little more predisposed towards romantic languages and, and uh, European mm-hmm. languages in general. Um, so that's kind of cool that already at the one year mark, I feel more comfortable with the Italian language than I did with Japanese after living there for three years. Um, and then in terms of just generally, you know, education or just opportunities to learn more things, I haven't done anything more structured or formal in terms of um, starting anything like that, but it's been an eye-opening year um in terms of like checking in on what I might might be interested in career-wise what things I might want to do um after this um and that's been exciting so I do think that that it's been a worthwhile step like the work I'm doing now has been helpful in being exposed more to the world and where I might fit in career-wise with things I might be interested in so not quite what you know the ambitious goal of like leaving this country fluent or anything like that but I do think it's been a nice way to like um, open up my mind to some different possibilities on the professional side. So that's my assessment thus far on that. 
Nice. <laughs> um, you also had, I forget exactly how you phrase it. Was it one new country a month or 12 new countries a year or something for your travel goal that I think you had said? Yeah. So I think that one was lumped in with my like 2023 resolutions. Um, mm. Okay. Gotcha. I, was, I think I got there. Um, I had, as of November, I had visited 12 countries I'd never been to before. Nice. moving out to Europe. Yeah. So I think I got 12 and 12 more or less. 12 um, and, 12. and in addition to those, um, I revisited three countries that I had been to in Europe prior to moving out here, which I guess was all. Yeah. I've been revisited all three European countries that I had been to prior to 2022, like Germany, oh, yeah. okay. Austria, and Greece. I, yeah. I them all. So that's why 15 countries total, 12 new ones. So I would say a, a resounding success on the, the traveling. Yeah. <laughs> and there, it's exciting to think about that. There's still so many other places I, I really want to go to, right? Like I mentioned, I think Prague, Madrid, and Croatia. Um, mm-hmm. Madrid had a great time. Or Spain in general. I've been to Madrid. There's still plenty of other pl- places to go in Spain, but I did Madrid. Had a good time. Um, that was like a really thought out touristy trip that I did a lot on. So I feel pretty good about that. Croatia dipped my toes. Yeah, <laughs> um, we'll hear about that soon. But, yeah, <laughs> um, dipped my toes in Croatia. Had a great time. Would go back to experience more. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't been to Prague. So. Um, working on the long like the the priority countries so it's exciting that while I've already done so much and I'm grateful for what I've been able to do that I still have plenty of opportunities ahead of me especially in like eastern Europe Um, yeah so that was yeah like my 2023 resolutions but I would like to touch on the the personal goals I had as of our very first episode back in season one Mm -hmm. um, of staying more connected and there's been a lot of interesting ways of doing that. I think like when I set out, like what I was picturing is like, let me call home more. Um, and I don't even know if I've achieved that. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, we could ask mom, but I don't, I don't think I've gotten any better about doing that. Uh, maybe I text a little more frequently at least, but it's been so much more robust than what I could really picture at the time. So first of all, physically, I've, I've returned to the States thrice since moving out here so um that's been great three visits yeah um, that's insane yeah one whirlwind one that we recapped for samantha's graduation back in may mm-hmm. um then a longer well slightly longer like a one-week trip um and then i could got to spend a nice two-week chunk um for christmas which we can debrief here in a bit that mm-hmm. i just got back from which was actually my first christmas at home since 2018 so <laughs> I am right like none of that. <laughs> it's so crazy so uh that connection alone has been an exponential increase yeah and I'm very very grateful for that that I've had the opportunity that things have been safe and I've had the space in my schedule as well the me returning to states part was one great connection and then um I had family come visit here the this whole season season two is kind of <laughs> recapping your <Yeah. laughs> trip out here, which is obviously the most embedded family right. member. Has been. Very um, embedded. Very embedded and <laughs> very fun. Um, and like that it wasn't just like a quick meetup or, or going to one place that like you really were part of my life here for a couple of months. Um, yeah. It's way, way, way more than anything I even pictured for Japan, much less anything that actually happened after COVID hit. Right. Because we had set up for you to like come for maybe two weeks. I think it was at least yeah, a week. Yeah, I think it was around two weeks, maybe not quite. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks would be very quick. <laughs> yeah. But you actually got to come out here for a, a proper chunk of time. And yeah. Emerson was able to join you. So mm-hmm. a little bit of um, a makeup from the, the canceled Japan trip that both of you were supposed to come out on. Yeah. Um, and for anyone listening, Emerson is our cousin because we... Will maybe yeah. potentially have an episode later this season <laughs> featuring Possibly. him, but you'll find out. <laughs> we spent a good time talking about Josh and Jonathan's trip out here. So definitely grateful for that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't think we got into it, but we did do a trip to Ireland. We mentioned it. I don't think yeah. we did the big debrief, but we didn't. Yeah. Um, 
getting mom outside the States for the first time in 30 years or whatever. And um, being able to experience a country that you'd already seen before. I hadn't been there before. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a really great trip. So that's three occasions for, you know, at least six different family members um, that have gotten to see out here. So I visited the States and then my family from the States came to visit here. So both of those have been great. But I would say thinking back to when we recorded that first episode, the the biggest thing I didn't expect was the connections via the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we've mentioned it before, so I don't need to go into much detail, but like, it's just been great. Like the, the genuine interactions that you guys have given us, the, the reaching out, asking further questions about things we're doing. Like, it's just a great, like an episode is a great way to start a conversation. And, and you guys have really followed up on that. And I didn't have any way to predict how closely everyone would like listen along and, and be ready for each episode. Um, so that's been great because it's, it's helped me to expand beyond just like the typical people I'm better at keeping in touch with right Mm -hmm. like some of you friends and family who are listening are people that um, I haven't really talked as consistently with in the past few years and it's been great to reconnect via the podcast so I would say the personal goals um, still difficult to be overseas right Um, but in terms of increasing my connections with home as compared to the previous three years while I was in Japan um, so far very much on track and I'm so grateful for the ways it turned out both what I anticipated and the, the parts that I, I didn't even know to expect so um yeah that's that's my review so far of, of one year and some change in Italy slash the 2023 review nice yeah um it is cool to think like comparing your time in Italy to your time in Japan like on that personal level is it's insane like how much like I know you're in Italy obviously and I was there for a chunk of it but it just feels like we're like I'll speak for myself but I think like other family members would agree that it feels like we're so much more in the know and it's weird because sometimes it seems like because there's so much more happening because like when you were in Japan the world was kind of just slow and there wasn't too much that we were missing anyway necessarily or at least it didn't feel like it but it's just wild like it feels like you're you know maybe you leave like live in New York or something like that like it doesn't feel like you live abroad as far as like when I'm home with the rest of the family or like how much you've gotten to visit compared to how much the rest of us get to visit so it's wild how much more that feels like I feel like we're all connected so it's it's cool to see like with this much time passing that seeming to like pay off like your intentions with that really paying off and like who knows obviously it takes more than just one person putting effort into things for things to like work out well like obviously everyone's responding well and like actually listening to our podcast and like but you know you making effort to go on all these trips and to like spend all that money and time flying back to the U.S. as much is like obviously a big deal too so it's been cool it's cool that it doesn't like feel like you live millions and millions of miles away cool thanks yeah that's like exactly what I was going for where it's like the reality yes is that I live overseas but I kind of want the best of both worlds where it's like it's not unreasonable to think that I might attend a family event where it's like not automatically written off that I will for sure not be there. Um, But I also get to go on all these amazing trips around Europe. Um, So it's great to hear that on y'all's end as well. It it does feel like I have something of a balance between my life in the States and my life abroad. Yeah. And then I think we've talked about this enough that it's probably just going to be repetitive, but it's so funny to think about the podcast as like an efficient way to keep people updated because that sounds so like cold, but it's just so great. Like it's so nice that instead of, you know, just repeating stories or like spending time that's not possible to spend keeping this many people this in depth in the loop, like nobody could do that. That's just too much. And so it's just really cool to have an outlet for that. And it's cool to like I will probably talk about this a lot in the rest of season two, but I know I'm going to have a hard time. Like as people ask me, as I've been seeing people, as I've gotten back from the US two people are already like, oh, what was your favorite or what was it like and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, listen to my podcast about it. Like it just seems crazy, but it is nice to have an efficient way to like put things and to keep people 
in the loop in a way that really just wouldn't be possible if everything would be like a single phone call. So, um, yeah, I feel like it's been serving that. I don't know. It's cool to like get back into it. It feels a little bit energizing right now to be on the phone recording again because it feels like we're back to the old days, even though season two is like better in some ways. It's It's been so different. Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. Like it's it's weird, but it's reassuring to be back to this format. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're we're here to encourage everybody out there to have a, a weekly family podcast if that's what it takes to <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> judge the difference. Yeah, for real. <laughs> cool. Um. Okay. So I'm not sure how best to. I think let's get into. There's like a little bit more to do with the rest of like reflecting on 2023, and then maybe some goals for 2024. But let's talk about your visit to this, like Christmas in the last few weeks. Like, let's let's just spend some time on that before we do the rest of that. It's going to feel so weird to debrief a trip in the States. I mean, I, I guess know. we talked about Sam's graduation, but that was more like bragging about a party than it was debriefing a trip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was able to take two weeks, come home um and see so many of you um and it really was awesome and filled my heart so i flew in to philadelphia to visit with em and dave and also josh and jonathan because they live very close to each other um so that timed out well with you going up to visit josh and jonathan um so it was a mix of um you know me hanging at uh, Emma and Dave's, and then also coming by, meeting up with you guys, grabbing food here and there. Um, so it was a really nice blend. And like to me, the biggest thing about visiting Philadelphia was just like feel, you know, that feel of being in a real American city again. Like I've done a lot of trips to mom and dad's, and and you and I had a, a good trip back in in the fall, you know, September timeframe of 2022 through a couple different cities like Boston. Um, But this is my first time in kind of over a year where I was like really chilling in an American city. So just like hipster coffee shops and farmer's markets and like going around to all of our favorite stores and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like just so fun, honestly um yeah we immediately like one of your first nights there when you and I were both together for dinner we you were like we gotta get you know should we get shawarma should we get Indian food like what like, you were very excited looking at like the DoorDash options yeah even yeah exactly not just the the number of like different types of cuisine available but just like the number of drivers available to deliver food like it was also <laughs> exciting <laughs> and the weather was great honestly so Really good trip to Philly. Spent like four or five days there. We went and saw a light show at the zoo with our friends. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Christmas decorations were up and everything like that. So just walked through the zoo at night to see the lights and did a lot of, you know, a lot of downtime, which was really great. Got some pho. Josh showed me like his favorite like shopping center with a bunch of different Asian restaurants and, and grocery stores and stuff like that. And we got some very good pho, um, which everyone listening on this podcast knows is my favorite thing so <laughs> and probably half our listeners have had fun with josh at the same place you're talking about <laughs> oh that's so true yeah oh man yeah tori you gotta get all over this episode and tell me what i'm missing about philly um yeah so that was philly um you and i hung out a bit together there and then you and i drove down near baltimore to visit our grandma which was great to have the time to do that um, we made some dinner with her, which was a lot of fun. And our cousin Emerson lives right down the road from her. So uh, we stayed with him and his wife and really just had a lovely, like, so we did two nights there. Um, our first day, we spent most of the day with grandma. Um, then we had one full day and then we left the following day. So our one full day was just like a lot of fun. Like Emerson did kind of a work from home day and we just like watched Christmas movies and chilled and made a charcuterie board and had a good time. So that was just like really relaxing and fun. And I hadn't seen his wife in a while. So it was fun to visit with her as well. And yeah, just kind of like some really good family time, which is the theme of this trip for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then after visiting him, we drove down to our parents' house. Then I just kind of like grab some space on the couch and that's where I was for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 
everyone just kind of trickled home. So it's like once we got home, which was like, I think we got home on like the 20th or something. We're just like, all right, I'm sitting down and festivities are going to start around us. We also went out as siblings because almost all of our siblings are now of drinking age. So that was fun. That was so much fun. It, like, it's always, I don't know, when we're sitting at our parents' house, it doesn't feel like a big group. And then you go to a public location mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's fun. It's a great time and it all works out great. But it's like a little bit of flashbacks to being a huge family trying yep. to get a table yep. at a busy restaurant. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right? which like, is kind of exactly what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and bigger though, because it was like all of us and significant, like a few significant others. So it was really bigger than if we were going out as just yeah. our family significant others and a, a couple strays who yeah a couple of friends in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was so fun though so I was um I was the designated driver which was I it was pretty fun because then Sam was able to come with us too we like went to a place downtown where we could it was like a restaurant so they weren't gonna like cart at the door or anything we ended up sitting at the bar but a few of us stayed sober and then like everyone else was just able to enjoy drinks and it, it was fun we're kind of trying to do a tradition of taking our siblings out as they turned 21 but we kind of missed it a few with a couple siblings and so this was like jack's 21st birthday ish celebration but it was really fun yeah yeah thanks for driving (laughs) Um, (laughs) and thanks colin as well your champ um (laughs) shout out colin (laughs) yeah um no it really was a lot of fun and it's like definitely that transition from being kids together to being adults together which um i feel like me you josh um and joe all kind of had a bit of that um mm-hmm. but for the younger ones i especially have kind of missed that transition into adulthood they were yeah still in high school as of when i moved more or less so being able to like be adults together and have fun um is definitely like a cool transition and kind of a nice like first christmas back in five years you know like yeah we grew up haha <laughs> um, right <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true yeah, I do really like that trend, uh, that tradition, and I suppose we really only have one opportunity left to make it like a a birthday, right? You know, celebration. Yeah, maybe we'll just do a a going out tradition with it not being about someone's twenty first birthday around Christmas time each year, though. So we'll see. Yeah, but it's funny that like the three opportunity, well, okay, the two opportunities we've had so far, and the hypothetical third opportunity will all be like Christmas time, Christmas time birthdays. Yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> That's a good point. But that makes it tough. Like when Sam turns 21, it'll be right after everyone will have left for Christmas, basically. Like everyone will have to stay down extra if we want to take her out for turning 21. Yeah. Maybe we do a family New Year's that year instead of a family Christmas. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. But we're a couple of years from that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, lots of like, I think we hit all the classics on Christmas movies, which has been a while since I like really sat down and did like hours of Christmas content. Um, Jane and I watched a good bit. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like the like full day marathon type stuff uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's the best part about being at home. I just feel like when we're all at home, like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in particular, we're just like, maybe it's like games mixed in, but it's just kind of like, okay, movies, let's keep watching movies. Let's keep sitting around. Like people just file in and out. and It's just like stuff on the TV all day. Yeah. And I feel like Maybe we tried once or twice to watch movies together on Zoom, if I remember correctly, but like... Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, like, especially our brothers and, like, everyone, like, the color commentary is really why you watch together, and that flows so much better when you're in the same room, so it was fun to sit there and just kind of criticize things left (laughs) and right together. Yeah. (laughs) I played Yahtzee for for the first time in, like, who knows how long. Yeah, Um, that's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> someone in this family is saying that Yahtzee's a big one. Yeah, Yahtzee was fun. Thanks for all the tips. You were good. <laughs> I don't know if you can be good at Yahtzee. <laughs> I did. I did win, and I will take that. And yeah. I will take credit for being good and and winning because I'm good because that's how rolling dice works. <laughs> um, any other? Bit? I mean, John made some really good cocktails. No surprise there. You guys had a bit of that. Yeah. Last year. It was great to experience it myself this year. Yeah, for sure. It so. Our mom got COVID, so it just, like, did turn into a bit of a a frustrating situation of, like, we wanted to just have a lot of fun and be excited, but there were definitely some downsides. I don't want to ignore that. Um, So 
like we had to be a little bit creative with trying to include her while still staying isolated. So I mostly just like felt bad of that. But I do think that like, I don't know, it could have been a lot worse. We were still all together in some capacity and we were able to like eat dinner together. Like we had her on FaceTime and we were all eating the same food and stuff like that. So it was not as good as it could have been. But the fact that it wasn't like tons of us got COVID and we're all separated and dealing with drama was definitely good. I know most people probably have had worse scares than that. So, you know, not the best, but the timing definitely could have been better. But the fact that we were all in town already, like, and we still did get to all be together was huge. So, um, I don't know. That was good. It was always our like meals and present opening and stuff like that on Christmas is always just like a lot of fun. Like we all have so much fun together and it's good quality time. And we were still able to like include her in that, but we all kind of know that's not like what's important at the end of the day like we were able to watch movies um we like mom would turn on the same movie upstairs because she could hear us watching it downstairs so like she was still included in all the our all of like our favorite parts of Christmas which was nice yeah that was a lot of fun like she would text us from upstairs with her synchronized movie (laughs) um and I think I think she genuinely gets joy out of hearing us interact so obviously that's not ideal um, but I think just being able to hear the full house and, and everyone having fun together was enough for her to still feel like it was a worthwhile Christmas, even though unfortunately she couldn't fully participate and we had to kind of amend some of our plans. Um, yeah, I just like when we found out she had COVID, it felt like Christmas was ruined and I don't think Christmas was ruined. Like, I think we were fine. It just was sad that it couldn't be as, you know, optimized. <laughs> It was almost like the perfect Christmas movie plot, right? Where like things are looking good and then there's like this obstacle in the way and and you're like, are we going to have to cancel Christmas? But then everyone kind of rallied and we like did some of the cooking that she was going to do. Dad was like doing so many trips to the store and making sure what they needed. And we all like pulled together and made Christmas happen in the end. (laughs) So true. But it just felt terrible because we're like, well, she probably got COVID like shopping for all this stuff to, you know, to like feed us on Christmas and stuff. It's just it's just sad. It's a bummer. She didn't deserve it, but it's okay. But I would agree. Still, still, you know, worthwhile in the end. Well, for you with it being your first Christmas back in however many years, five years. Yeah. (laughs) um, Any were there any things that surprised you or that you had forgotten about like you know, how we do things at Christmas at home or anything like that. Cause you really haven't been able to, I mean, you've been the mom with COVID just like for, you know, (laughs) you've had to like, we've called you in or whatever, whenever we can, but you've been like much less involved than mom was able to be. So really that's kind of what you dealt with the last several years, just for being far away reasons. Um, But anything that was like, oh, wow, blast from the past or like randomly, like, did it feel nostalgic to be back? Definitely felt nostalgic. Um, I would say surprises, uh, the new stockings. We, oh, true. Yeah, new we stockings. did new stockings. <laughs> um, so that was a surprise. Um, and this was my first time, I guess it was last year, we finally realized that our mom doesn't have to stay up all night preparing gifts from Santa. Um, <laughs> so we, we decided to be better participants in the Christmas experience. And um, now everybody just picks one you know, a gift or a treat or something to put in the stocking for everybody. So, you know, we have enough people that the stockings get pretty full, even if one, each person only contributes one thing to every stocking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was fun to experience that stocking stuffing tradition yeah. uh, in person. And as far as nostalgia, it was pretty fun, especially seeing Rice and the way she interacted with the Christmas movies, right? Like, mm-hmm. like she knew so much about white christmas and had clearly watched it just as many times as we did growing up so it was cool to see that that's like what i would consider a murphy belshi family tradition um but that she was also clearly like had a history with and connected with as well so it's like a shared tradition with her as she joins the family tommy mamie cookies first time i've had those in a while yeah i guess just kind of like the vibes of being all together in person, like we were talking about on a nice lazy day where you're just sitting there. Cause like, I'm like, we've talked about, I've been able to get way more time at home in the last year and a half than I have in a while. And that's been great. But I like, it's been a little while since we've all been together without an agenda, yeah. you know? Um, and so that was fun to just exist together and have the, the Christmas vibes. I would say that this was the first like full Christmas season feeling that I've had 
since 2018. Cause like I've, I've had really great celebrations with friends um, in the past few years and definitely done some Christmas movie watching and stuff like that. Like we certainly like found time for the holidays, but like, especially since I went home a couple weeks before Christmas and really had those full two weeks in the States. Yeah. Like overall experience was nostalgic for, you know, listening to Christmas music and seeing all of the like Christmas advertising and stuff around stores and the lights and everything like that, like that exists outside the States, but this is the first time in a while that I've really gotten to experience the American version of it. Um, so I would say I was much more in a holiday spirit or like <laughs> the idea of building up to Christmas and then experiencing the gift giving and then the traditions of Christmas on that day. Like this was the first time in a while that I really experienced that, that full, you know, season what people talk about. Um, so yeah. that was great. That was like so relaxing and fun to experience that for the first time in a while so fun it's crazy that it's already over um do you have any new year's plans specifically i think you've talked about how they do a lot of fireworks in naples (laughs) yeah i've heard it described as a war zone um (laughs) yeah um (laughs) if the so if we haven't mentioned it before the napoli football team won the italian league championship last year um for the 2023 season so i guess this year but whatever um last season they won the the championship and the city erupted that night so if the celebrations of that night are any indication of what's coming it's going to be pretty wild so uh, mk is coming into town first of all Mm -hmm. Uh, she's gonna be able to visit for a couple weeks so that will be great um and i think we're gonna try to go downtown if the weather's not too bad He's kind of forecasting rain right now, so it'd be a hard sell to go outside mm-hmm. for that. But yeah. if it's nice, we have a few friends in town, and I think we'll all go down and experience the fireworks from a safe, respectable distance. Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to have her around. And like I said, it's timing out well with when a couple of our mutual friends will be around as well. So I think it'll be a fun group, whether we just go to somebody's apartment and hang out or if we're actually able to get out and, and have a good time downtown nice yeah. yeah what about you what are you actually doing for new year's i don't know well now with the covid stuff probably nothing i don't want to <laughs> like get too close to anything or potentially spread anything so i was maybe gonna consider going up to dc and i had already kind of decided against that and now i'm just glad i don't have any complicated like plans to like tiptoe around because yeah. i wouldn't really feel comfortable doing anything like that so anyway another slow one which is totally fine new year's can get expensive really fast so yeah that's true. I'm, I'm happy to just like lay low and you know be like yay it's 2024 or go to bed at 1201 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sounds so sad but it's really fine <laughs> let's be honest you wake up at, at 11 45 then go back to bed at 1201 yeah true yeah maybe <laughs> but anyway yeah I'm so excited I'm excited I love the like energy of new year's and like the I don't know the reflections and stuff like what we're talking about in this episode so it doesn't really matter to me that I'm you know dressed a certain way or at a party or something like that fair enough but I'm very excited for you that you'll get to see Naples this time since you were gone for New Year's last year so definitely excited to hear how that goes yeah zero regrets about um the way I spent New Year's last year tons of fun but everybody says you have to see Naples New Year's at least once so yeah um, I'm excited for that to work out yeah, that's great. Um, okay, so I want to spend the rest of the time following up. I think we already kind of followed up on your resol- your travel resolution for 2023, but if there are any other resolutions from 2023 or goals or however we want to talk about it, I know that we've probably talked about this before, but um, I know resolutions are kind of taboo sometimes, but I just want to spend the rest of the time on this call just like reflecting on 2023 and then like anything any predictions or goals or anything we want to talk about for 2024 um so let me start with following up on a couple of things I had said for 2023 I got that five-year journal do you remember that (laughs) oh yeah okay so here's the thing about the five-year journal I love it because it's okay like the whole year I have like oh shoot, it's been a week since I've done it. And then I just like fill in something for all the days that week, because like, I still remember yesterday. I still remember two days ago. So for the, I probably haven't done like a week in a row doing it every single day at all. Like I'm still not just suddenly good at journaling, but it works out really well that it's still such like a little bite-sized thing to do that I can 
like catch up pretty quickly. So I'm, I definitely didn't fill in every single day for the whole year. Like I am a bit behind, but I still feel great about it. And now I'm extra excited because going into 2024, now I'll have things from a year ago to look back on, which I think will really fuel it. Like it'll make me even more excited. So I'm excited to keep that going. And I do feel like it was a success in the way that I expected it to be like, the only failure would be to never fill it out at all, which I definitely didn't, didn't not do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. that was one it's good that you had like a flexibility on it to make it attainable, you know, like, yeah. I think every day would have been unrealistic. So having a good mindset, it seems like you were able to get there. Yep. Um, and then the other thing, I think these are the only two things I like said on the podcast as resolutions, but let me know if you remember anything else. Um, I was going to do monthly playlists on Spotify and I did for like, I think sort of five months. I did definitely, definitely January, February, March. I think April was a little bit lazy. And then I think May maybe doesn't exist or barely existed. And then it totally went off from there. And part of that is because of my concerts. Once I was going to concerts in the summer, all I wanted to do was listen to those artists. So I completely fell back into listening to the same old stuff. So that one was, it wasn't like a you know, February 1st fail, but it did not last the whole year, but that's fine. I am kind of excited to listen back to the playlist that I did make and see if it makes me like, remember those months and those activities that I was doing those months. Cause that was like kind of part of it too. Like some of the songs were like pretty specific. Like I listened a bunch that month, but not really any other time. So that will be an interesting experiment, but, um, it did not work out for me. I'm not sure I'll try it again because I think I'll probably, uh, fail again or just stop doing it I mean but I am interested in other ways to try to fa- like get myself to listen to more music because that was the point of it so we'll see I mean if, if the concerts were part of a reason that you you didn't follow through then it sounds like you still had pretty consistent engagement with music in 2020 yeah I like the positive spin it was more like new music specifically and what I did was exactly what I was trying not to do which was to only listen to the same old music <laughs> I appreciate the, the positive spin. Um, okay, I think those were the only ones. Do you, do you have any other 2023 like resolutions? No, I'm not as much of a resolutions person. The only one, only one I really remember talking about on the pod was to see um, a new country each month, which when you averaged it out, more or less happened, even though it wasn't like every single month I went to mm-hmm. a new country. I still did like 12 and 12. Yeah. Um, that's really the main one. Um, and then like the podcast goals kind of timed out well with the end of 2022 anyway. So I'll count those as also like 2023 goals. Um, yeah. I don't have anything extra to add from, from specific goals I had this past year. I will say like it was a, on the whole positive year um, coming out of COVID and, and all the stuff we've already talked about. Like, I think I felt more connected and grounded Mm-hmm. Um, with people which I was worried about going right into another yeah um, overseas job so I'm glad that that particular goal worked out that I do feel that connection like we already talked about yeah um I did write down a few other like reflection type questions for the year uh because I think it's fun to do this I don't know if we want to go through all of them I don't know I'll, I'll rattle some of them off so you know what I mean but I do definitely will circle right back to this one, but I definitely want to talk about just a few favorite moments from the year. Um, Something unexpected from the year is another prompt I stumbled upon. Best and worst ways you used your time in 2023. (laughs) Um, And then like, how will I remember the year? Like any lessons or any just like big picture things. So those are some of the things I looked up that I thought might be interesting. We don't need to talk about all of those, but um, if there's any of those that you specifically want to. (laughs) <laughs> something unexpected best and worst time spenders um, both my best and my worst time spender barbie <laughs> my best time <laughs> best and worst <laughs> that's good um for worst time spender well actually i don't want to be that negative but i did spend a lot of time playing spider solitaire on my phone that's kind of what I, but i mostly <laughs> did it on planes or just yeah, like, you're like trapped on yeah a plane i don't really regret it but it wasn't like a great use of time there's nothing that comes out of that um yeah so just any favorite moments you want to rattle off from the year still i mean when i think of 2023 one of the moments that really pops out to me is still being at a tuscan villa with josh jonathan and mk mm-hmm. like especially that night when we did wine tasting we're just playing games and like 
really enjoying the atmosphere together. Um, I think that's going to be a top moment for a long time to come. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, honestly, I can't single these out exactly, but both of my Red Rocks concerts were just like, there are moments from both of those concerts, probably more Noah Khan, but then the Head and the Heart also both were just so great. And like, sometimes, especially with like an outdoor concert, that's just like genuinely a moment and a feeling that like literally will stick with you. Like we've talked about this recently, I think, but I'll, I will always remember when we saw uh, Mumford and Sons when I was like 16, that I've never forgotten some of those moments. So um, those were huge back to huge. pretending I had a music focused year. <laughs> <laughs> um, Probably seeing Ireland, especially the day we went to Limerick, um mm-hmm. it was like such a beautiful day and there was like this one castle that we kind of climbed up on and you could just see out to the valley it was right on the river so the river was going through and it's like the most most picturesque like green irish landscape that you could imagine um and that's like been a life lifelong uh, goal of mine for yeah as long as i can remember so that's yeah. a pretty great um, image and memory to to take with me yeah um okay I'm gonna say something I definitely haven't talked about on the podcast because it was in our gap between seasons one and two is this is like <laughs> probably my low moment of the year but it's a moment I'll for- remember forever in a positive way was the day I moved out of my apartment in Denver it was like a really really chaotic week of I had been packing and packing and bringing stuff to my storage unit and like I had started I had a good plan I felt like I was doing everything ahead of time and it still was just so much left at the end of it Sam was visiting me and all my friends were just being so supportive and like I left on a Saturday and my original plan was to live leave like early Saturday but I literally had to go to bed Friday night with like still stuff to pack and clean in my apartment like I wasn't ready to move and so that Saturday morning was just like crazy Sam and I were just up so early packing and packing and still finishing everything up I was still like I made like two or three more trips to my storage unit when I should have been totally done and all my friends came over and brought us bagels and just sat on the floor while I mopped like finished cleaning my apartment and everyone just like sat and talked and kept me company and like kept Sam company (laughs) and Sam and Colin and Colin's girlfriend Mac they were all like when everybody else had left they were all still just hanging out they ended up I kicked them out of the apartment while I finished cleaning like the last bits of things because I needed everybody fully out and they were just like literally sitting in my alley like playing with a like ball like bouncing it around just hanging out and then I like literally left Den- like left Colorado from there after hanging out with them all that day and it was just like so crazy but so like nice to have that moment with like friends who like insisted on being there for me when I was trying to be like please like you don't have to come over I need to just leave but they still were like they made a separate group text where they were just like you know coordinating getting the bagels and stuff over and it was just like so nice and it it made me honestly glad that that happened in the way that it did in a, in a way because I was supposed to have like said goodbye to them the night before at dinner but it was like kind of nice to have them like just hang out with me one more day yeah silver lining mm-hmm that sounds so chaotic. Honestly. It was insane. Honestly, never again. But a lot of my favorite moments also are going to be stuff that we'll talk about, like with travels and stuff. So I don't want to act like all of my travels in Europe were not my like highlights, but like that's stuff we're going to cover. So I, I don't think we ever actually debriefed the um, sailing trip I took in July. Right. Yeah. But there are some great ones to include 4th of July, Independence Day. On a on a ship with a sixty some year old British captain, um, and he he made us like he was like this is your holiday, you guys go relax. I'll you know make you some breakfast and stuff, which he did. Um, and then he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, you know steep you guys some tea. So he gave us tea on Fourth of July, which felt like a statement, but um, yeah, just the idea of being sailing around Italian islands on a sailboat with a British captain for the American 4th of July you know, celebration with a bunch of Americans was pretty wild. Um, that's definitely one that I'll, I'll not forget. Yeah, that's crazy. Ah, I should have pulled out my five-year journal for this. I feel like there's so many more. Um, 
Samantha's graduation. Like I was the- gonna say, Sam's graduation yeah. has to be <laughs> for both of ours, honestly. Yep. Bouncy so house fun. for life. Bouncy house needs to come back. <laughs> I'm trying to think of if there are any other missed moments. Like the, that was a good one. You bringing up the sailing trip and me bringing up the move because that stuff we're probably never really. I mean, maybe we can record the sailing trip at some point, but like um i mean my drive back in general like sam accompanied me on that drive back i got to see devin and oliver in their new home in indianapolis that was really huge that was so much fun the drive isn't fun but it you know there's parts of a long drive that like are kind of nice you know it's just like slow and you can't you have to not be doing anything else and that that part's nice (laughs) yeah someone was asking me about like things I'm nostalgic for um maybe it was Colin I don't know somebody somebody while we were were home was asking me like stuff that I'm nostalgic about like coming back to the states and I was like honestly being on 95 it sounds weird (laughs) like being on 95 is like part of the Christmas holiday experience to me yeah (laughs) um and so it was like fun in its own way especially since I wasn't driving um which also (laughs) made it feel very much like nostalgia to my childhood um (laughs) talked you know talked about how you drove me down um incrementally and then Josh and Jonathan um dropped you know took me back to the Philadelphia airport when they were driving home to Philly after Christmas so it was just Mm -hmm. like the experience of being on 95 around the holidays is like where yeah like to your (laughs) point of like the the journey you know out from uh, you know, probably on 70 for the most part, right? Like the yeah. journey from college to the East Coast is not fun, but it, road trips can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean, even though it sounds funny. Um, Yeah. Barbie, favorite moment a bunch of times watching Barbie. You watched it four times as well, right? Yeah. We both saw it four times and you, I, I saw it four times in two countries, twice in Colorado, once in um Virginia, and then once we will reveal in a future episode (laughs) yeah i saw it four times in three countries so (laughs) italy virginia and something to be revealed twice in italy yeah um yeah twice cool okay any others anything else about like how anything i'm trying to think of something unexpected from 2023 that's a good one it's weird like to anybody who isn't living the life that i'm living like most of my year would be unexpected. Right. So it's weird. Like my unexpected would be like making it home for Christmas. Right. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I feel like I'm in such an upside down world. Um, Yeah. For me, like I did so many weird things too, but I did it on purpose. Right. Like I did kind of honestly driving across the country was unexpected. I did not like have that on my bingo card at the beginning of the year even though I was planning to come out here for like to leave Colorado for an extended period of time I wasn't originally planning to actually drive so that was that's not that interesting but it's kind of it's kind of crazy to drive across the country multiple times so um that wasn't really originally expected it just like quickly turned into making sense um quitting my job really was unexpected too but again I kind of was planning on all of this in some capacity, so it wasn't that unexpected. Should be crazier that I did that, but it's not. It's a fun joke, but it's way more of a progression than just you dramatically quit your job and never came back or something like that. Like, yeah. Right. Okay. I think that's probably good for that, unless you have any other 2023 debrief type stuff. I think it was just such a it was it was a very like I really slowed down even though I was it's like I slowed down to speed up if that makes sense like it was a really different year and I'm feeling very like slow right now like I'm feeling in such a weird place right now because of all of it but it all feels very good and peaceful yeah I I do know what you mean like you know on the surface right like I I can't even count the number of flights I've had this year and like right obviously we kind of already did the count of places I've been but like it's been wild, right? I've, I've barely been home for two weeks at a time. Um, but I do also kind of feel what you're feeling where I'm like calm and at ease and yeah. kind of settled than I felt in a while. And I think it is because there were so many like family and friend moments in all of that chaos. And it was like, I was choosing that chaos rather than mm-hmm. it being forced on me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah. So I guess that leads us into like, I don't, I know, you know, we can say as much as we want or as much or as little as we want on the actual podcast. Like it's pretty vulnerable to just like sit here and say everything we're like thinking. Um, so whether it's resolutions or goals or just like any kind of like intentions or like, you know, what you want the next year to look at, like, do you have anything you're thinking about for 2024? Um, Jonathan's gift to everyone was a, a journal. So I think I would like to write more, not to steal your your five-year journal thing from last <laughs> year. Um, but I think something really loose, you know, once a week or whatever ends up being like I I do think writing down things can get to a level of detail that are as great as our podcast is and as hugely helpful as it has been for that purpose of recording things. I think more reflections rather than just like a record of what I've been doing um, will be nice. So we'll see where, where that goes, probably nowhere. But um, I think hearing the way he uses his journal and, and, and um, what that does for him was kind of inspirational. And I think it would be helpful. And I think it'd be um, something that'd be nice to look back on after a year and, and see, you know, where I'm at as compared to the start of the year. Nice. Um. Any others, any other, like, you know, if we think of like right now being fast, but peaceful or something like that, is there anything that you like want next year to feel like? I don't know. I still kind of want that mix. Like I I do need stability like everyone, but I do want, I, I like this, like I'm, I'm taking at least one trip a month kind of vibe, like that I'm never really in my house for all that long. Not that there's anything wrong with my house. I just, I, while I'm in Europe, that's kind of my intention is that I want to be like on the move. Um, so a little bit of chaos, but good chaos. Um, and I just want to still be like invigorating and enlightening, um, from the, the trips, which definitely was accomplished in 2023. And I hope to continue that in 2024. Sweet. Yeah. I was going to ask, are you going to do another 12 and 12? <laughs> Uh, maybe more loosely, like I'd like to average a trip a month rather than specifically count new countries. Right. Um, there are a lot of cities within countries that I've already, already been to or just different types of travel opportunities. So it's more like I would like to take 12 trips in 12 months. That just reminded me something unexpected from 2023 was getting my bread into X number of countries. <laughs> I think eight. But I think that means nine, including the yeah. U.S. So I didn't expect to get it into more than just Italy. So uh, that was unexpected. <laughs> um, Cool. Okay. I have a few random resolutions that I will put on here because it's fun. Um, I am going to keep doing the five-year journal. That is a goal. I don't think I have a specific music goal or anything like the other one. But I do want to get back into being more organized with my reading. I've been, like, really not as good about reading as I've been less frequent with, like, tracking it and stuff. And I go through this every year of, like, how to track it. So what I'm going to do for 2024 is a spreadsheet that literally just says a number of – like, I, I don't count the number because it matters that much. But that was the, the best reading year I had was when it was because I was counting it. So I'm going to go back to counting it. <laughs> And I'm not going to force any journaling about it necessarily because that's where I always get hung up is when I have to like write down all my thoughts and stuff. But all, I, all I'm going to commit to is writing down what books I read because I haven't been doing that and now I've been forgetting what books I read. So that is absolutely all I'm committing to with that. Seems like a very Sarah way to approach it. Should work yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Spreadsheets. I do. I'm good with spreadsheets. That's the only thing that I really do stick with when I commit to something, some type of documenting. So um. <laughs> Do you have any reading goals? Have you ever done like reading goals? I I don't like to put numbers on it. Um, I am a happier person when I read more. So I think um, loosely I would like to replace some of my TV time with reading time. It just gets hard because it, put, it puts me to sleep, right? Like yeah. when I have time to read, it's at the end of the day and then I just end up falling asleep. So it's kind of hard. Um, Mary and I need to finish Lord of the Rings. We were reading Lord of the Rings, so I still got to get through Return of the King. So that's my my reading goal for the whole year. Um, <laughs> but I I do toy with the idea of journaling my books. Um, I did it a bit in like 2017-ish, and it was really nice, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to get back there. I just haven't made the time. Um, so yeah. maybe by the end of the year, I'll get back to that. We'll see. Nice. 
I have a goal of getting an income again, so hopefully that should be <laughs> achievable. Some form of income. We'll see. <laughs> an admiral goal. Admiral yeah. Goal. Yeah. So getting an income, whatever that looks like, is really all I'm going to put here for job-related stuff, I think. Um, I, I do want to, like, broadly, I want to spend – it's really tough how to phrase this because I kind of want to spend less time traveling. But I don't – that's not exactly, like – true to who I am or how I want to live like I'm not gonna say no to opportunities if something comes up I don't want to be strictly like oh I don't travel this much anymore or something like that but I do want to be a little bit like more frugal next year and um more in Colorado capital I N Colorado like really there and so I think that's gonna look like less travel less like fewer trips and stuff and yeah I think I'll probably come up with some fun like stuff with friends and socializing and stuff like that I'll, I'll be living in a new place everything will be different so there's like so much to think about that isn't going to be like anything I'm strictly putting into boxes now but I do think life will look different when I'm back in Colorado what I want that to look like is more camping than this year more being around in Colorado probably less being you know gone on trips I think it'll be easy to do less being gone because I was gone for four months this time right. but um you know Something more stable. Last year, I was like going to do a word of the year for 2023, which I don't think I'm going to bother again because I didn't I like was like, oh, I want to do like consistency was the word. And that was like, the opposite of what I actually wanted for 2023. <laughs> so I immediately like changed my mind about that. So I that's kind of more the vibe for 2024. But I'm still not going to like be too strict about committing to something like that. I just think that's what I want it to look like as of right now. So we'll see. Kind of the opposite of my goal in a lot of ways, but it, it totally makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite of my own goals from this year too, though, which is why I'm trying to take it with a grain of salt because I'm still, I, I'm nothing if not adaptable. Like always I'm going to be flexible and adaptable and willing to change for what makes sense. So all of this could change, but as of right now, I'm feeling like that's what I'm going to want. I like really, really miss Colorado right now. So that's part of why I'm just like, I want to get back and like be there and like really be back. But I definitely will have some travel. I'm not going to just suddenly not travel at all. I already am going to have some trips to take for like weddings this year and stuff. And I'm just trying to be a little bit more thoughtful with like, I don't want to overcommit, but there's not anything this year that I regretted or anything like that either. So if if something pans out, something pans out. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Cool. Any um, goals for the pod in 2024? Um, I would say like I'm really proud of and excited about season two. So really just cranking that out and having fun with it. Nothing to I don't really have any like you know, smart, what is it? Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic. Those are the same. I don't know if that's what it stands for. And then T, time, timely. That's what a smart goal is. I remember. I think I've it. usually heard attainable instead of achievable, yeah. which I okay, guess is yeah, like it's kind of the same. A bit of realistic. Is that the same though? Realistic and attainable are kind of the same. I think realistic to me says more about circumstances mm. and attainable says a little bit more about your capabilities. Like you yeah. is one environment is the other, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I think anyway, we can take it how we need it to be, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so I'm saying no, I don't have any smart goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just trying to say what that means. If anybody doesn't already know what smart <laughs> goals are um, for the pod that I, at least nothing that I like can think of that I want to say on here right now. But yeah, I think like having fun and maybe a little bit of room for creativity with the rest of season two um, as it's presented and stuff is something I'm excited about. And then um, I honestly, like, I'm excited to think about how we want to take season three, like how we want to mm-hmm. like one season, because we've been really like specific about like we're in season one now, season two is like this whole yep. new thing. So I'm, I'm like curious what that's going to feel like as we get close to season two, like being over, you know? What yeah, gonna- I've, uh, I've got some ideas that I think Ooh. we can, we can share at later times. Um, but yeah. Broad strokes, um, I think our, our strongest point has been the flexibility and the openness to re- responding to what works, you know, rather than having um, a very strict idea of what this podcast should be. Um, we've kind of just 
follow follow the momentum that works. So that's that's my goal is to continue to be flexible and open with the podcast. And I've got some season three pitches to uh, send your way. Wow. This is so exciting. This is hot off the presses for me too, but um, I like it. Yes. Flexible and respect. I think like that's what makes us a good partnership too, is that we're both pretty casual about like, rather than trying to strictly fit into something that we've formulated, we like are trying to go with what feels right and what we have fun with. So I'm excited to hear what that might be. Um, I think that's pretty much everything. I feel like that was pretty, pretty hefty chunk of content. We really talked about yeah. two years worth of stuff. So, um, yeah, I hope this is fun for us to listen back on. That's part of why I wanted to rattle off several resolutions, because I am hopeful that it makes me think about it a little bit more as I actually live the rest of the year. Yeah, we have to at least be uh, accountable to all the booted sisters out there listening. So, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Th- thanks, guys, for for holding us uh, to our words. Yeah. Um, And then when we post, you know, listeners, uh, let us know what your resolutions are or if you have any fun answers to those questions, like some of the reflection questions. I know we didn't actually touch on all of them ourselves, but um, hopefully, you know, maybe somebody listens and has a fun time thinking about that themselves as we are. I think this release is kind of right after New Year's. So I guess happy 2024. (laughs) Yeah. Happy holidays. um, And thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Like, I've been just spending all my time on LinkedIn.